For our time today, I want to focus on 1st and 2nd Timothy. In my amateur Bible scholar journey, I am fascinated as to how Paul relates to Timothy. He first starts off calling Timothy a friend. And then from that friendship, it adopts Timothy into sonship. I could go into how it is imperative that you stay close to godly mentors and mentorship, but that is not the focus of our particular journey today. The one thing that I want you to be particularly aware of is what Paul mentions about keeping what was spoken over you dusted off. Too often, we as believers, when the miraculous of God happens, we often don't keep record of it. We don't write it down, but more often than not, when prophetic words are spoken over us or when hands are laid on us and through the unctioning and power of the Holy Spirit, something is supernaturally deposited on the inside of us, we sometimes forget that. For our time together today, I want to focus on just how powerful that is and why it is imperative to keep that dusted off. Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ through the grace of our Father as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. It is in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18 that I draw inspiration from. Here, especially in the message translation, Paul tells Timothy to dust off the prophecies that were spoken over him. And today I feel a strong unction to remind you of the same thing. The prophetic spoken over your life does not expire. The power that lays in it does not expire. Sometimes, as the parable of the sower denotes, sometimes life can choke out what God has spoken over your life. Sometimes we get, sometimes we get distracted. Sometimes the enemy seeks to come in and take what was, take it before it can be planted. Yet it is imperative, especially in times like these where 
men will not endure sound doctrine, a.k.a. people don't want to hear what is true. That it looks very advantageous to forget about what God told you because sometimes apathy sets in. Oh, if I really had time to touch on when Christians have apathy. But it is that apathy that will choke out the prophetic spoken over your life. This is why in certain, if we can just, if I can just take liberty right quick, in certain faith traditions, especially if you are apostolic, Pentecostal, or if you even respect and understand the spirit of prophecy, even, even if you don't honor the office of prophet, it is imperative that you write these things down. It is imperative that you know what God told you. Because in those dark nights of the soul, in those times that will inevitably come, that seek to test your faith, your wit, your strength, and even debate your salvation. Oh, come on now, let's just, let's be real about it. There, there are things sometimes believers go through that are so tough that they walk away from the faith, that they see no point in continuing. This is why it is important that you know what God told you. It is important that you have that in a place that can be referenced, preferably with time, with a time or date on it. I am known for writing the prophetic words down spoken over me. And again, I wasn't always so good at this. But at the leading of leadership, my, at, at the leading of my former leadership, whom is Apostle Alois and Bale, she had us, she had me to scribe, she, she activated the scribal gift within me. So when she would prophesy, she would remind me to, she would uh, remind me to write those things down. And I started writing them, writing them down in services and giving them to people with a date on it. Catch what I just said. Sometimes, Believers need a record of what it is that God is saying. We see this in again in first Timothy one and 18. Paul, from this place of again, for being a father in the faith, from being a pillar in the faith, from being uh, the one who is credited, credited with writing most of the New Testament. He had enough common sense with all of his scholarly knowledge, right? He had enough comments to tell Timothy, look, the things that were spoken over you, go back and revisit those. Go back and revisit those. And again, we don't have all of, Tim all of Timothy's responses to Paul. We have Paul's responses to Timothy. That right there will preach. And in that, in those responses, Paul is not just telling him how to be a good pastor. He's not teaching him. He's not just teaching him how to be obedient to God's unction and his voice in this particular scripture. And again, I encourage you to read first and second Timothy. They're very short. They're very short books. You can do it in 30. You can do it in 30 minutes. The one thing that is imperative that I believe Paul is pointing out to Timothy is what was spoken over your life has no expiration date. Oh, I could just shout right there. It does not have an expiration date day if god said it that means it's going to come to pass if god has said it to be so 
it's going to come to pass. The thing that the thing about the prophetic is it's it's dependent upon you. Now, I'm sure some of you are saying, Apostle, what does that mean? If it's up to me, then if it's up to me, then I should have control. I should have control over and that nixes out God. No, 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 no. There is free will in all things. When someone speaks, let me let me help you right quick. When someone speaks a prophetic word over your life, you as a believer in Christ have two options. You can either accept it or reject it. Now, we know in John, I believe it's in first John that John tells us to test the spirit to see whether it be of God. We know that everybody who prophesies is not a prophet. We know that some prophecies are curses. So you have to you have to be discerning when people speak over your life. You must be discerning the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. That internal spiritual radar should tell you, should remind you that, look, this is good or don't accept it. We also know that Jew tells us to build ourselves up in our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So there are things that you that you need to do to be prepared. To receive the prophetic. And a woman of God that I consider a mentor, uh, Dr. Apostle Dr. Sharon, Sharon Ruff Peters or Peters Ruff. She said that the goal, the, the goal after the prophetic is spoken to you and you accept it is you now become it, which means that you have to continue the process by which would make the prophecy come to pass. It's not that the prophet was off. It's the fact that you weren't. Sometimes it's the fact that you weren't obedient. But in examining Timothy and Paul, the fact that that Paul in this particular scripture references Timothy as a son lets me know that there has been a shift in their relationship. There has been such a shift in their relationship that Paul can now call him son. There are certain things that you can't get from your mentor until you get in a position to hear truly what they have to say, which means that you have to come after them. You have to ask them. You have to put yourself in a position by which you can handle the poor. Oh, that's that's a whole that's a whole other teaching. But again, look at the language. Paul tells Timothy to dust it off. He tells him to dust it off. And again, he says, Timothy, my son, I give you instruction in keeping with the prophecies once made about you so that by following them, you may fight the good fight. I could I could cry from abject happiness from reading that. The prophetic spoken over your life is going to be your fuel. It's going to be what reminds you that God is still in control. It reminds you to walk by faith and not by sight. This is why. It is imperative that you read your Bible for yourself. It is imperative that you become sensitive to the spirit of God for yourself. It is imperative that you develop a relationship with God outside of a church. Am I saying that you shouldn't go to church? No, don't forsake yourself. Don't do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. We can't do that. There is power in the collective. What I am telling you is sometimes you will get revelation and the preacher, the pastor, the apostle, the prophet is not there. That it'll just be you. It'll be you and God and your Bible. 
or you and God in your kitchen, you and God taking the kids to school, you and God the doctors off. You have to be mindful. I just heard the Lord say this. No, no believer should be bald headed, meaning that you should be you should have something on you to record what is spoken over your life. Everybody got smartphones, if not a smartphone, a pen and paper and a calendar. But you, but look at the power of that. Look at the power of the text with that. He says that the prophecy spoken over your life will help you fight the good fight. Now, I know some of y'all are thinking, well, apostle, that some of that just don't make sense. How was the, how was the prophecy spoken over my life? Go help me fight the good fight of faith. Here is how. Even though this particular show is not geared to a prophecy, I am going to give you, I am going to give you this tool. Prophecy, when done correctly, is to warn, equip, and empower and confirm. Right? That's what it, that's what its job is. When you prophesy over someone, it's not it is not fortune telling. Let's just go ahead and get that out the way also. If I prophesy to you, that means God has told me something that only you know. And if only and if only you know it, that means only you should know if it's true. So when that word is spoken over you, it is confirming, it is pulling out something that is that is hidden, that God has put there for just such a time as this. And he uses the prophet and the office of the prophet to confirm what's on the inside of you. That's only a tidbit for more for more information about the prophetic. I suggest reading Prophet Arise by Dr. by uh, by Apostle John Eckhart. But the thing that I want to pull at about how the prophetic allows you to fight the good fight of faith, it reminds you, one, who God is. Two, it reminds you what God said. Three, it increases your faith. Four, if your if your faith, if your faith be increased, you will not fall victim to the schemes and wild of the devil, which means that you will be able to fight. You will be able to do just what God said because you have truth on your side and now you have and now you have tools evident to keep going. I know there are a lot of believers from a lot from a lot of sects who don't really necessarily vibe with the prophetic, but we see it, we see it mentioned here. Paul respected the prophetic. Paul knew the power of the prophetic. Let me give you a Bible for that. Remember after after Paul fell off, fell off of his beast? What well, was knocked off his beast and was blind for three days? And the Lord visited and the and the Lord visited uh Ananias and Ananias and he told Ananias to go to told him to, the Lord told Ananias exactly where he was, he being Saul, which would then be named Paul, and told and gave him the instruction. The prophetic is the, the the prophetic also is an instruction. The one thing that needs to be told to believers today is what God has spoken over your life has not expired, but it needs to be reactivated. How do you reactivate it? You ask. You reactivate it by faith and by reading it. The word of God says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you, like David, have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you, like David, have to remind yourself who God is. And the prophetic spoken over your life is one of those ways. 
it is one of those ways. And I know there'll be people who will say, even at, even uh, in this recording for this particular show, that don't believe in the prophetic, don't believe it's real, don't believe prophets are real, I would tell you to read your Bible again. I will tell you, I will tell you to read it again. The Bible was not, was not written with your, with your opinion in mind. The one thing that also I want to add as this particular show closes is, as you keep record of the prophetic spoken over your life, don't just hoard them. Don't just hold on to them. Revisit them from time to time. Pray over them from time to time. Ask the Lord to instruct you on how, on how to keep going so that this is manifested. Because there are certain things that are manifested only through process. Meaning that you have to walk it out day by day by day. If the Lord told you that, you know, you're going to be a... You're going to be a, a, a wealthy, wealthy business owner, but you're in debt right now. You're going to have to just trust God. The prophetic also is based in the reactivating. The prophetic is also based in trust. You have to trust that God said it. And if God said it, it's going to come to pass, even though all matter of mayhem is happening. Even if all shenanigans, if, if shenanigans is all you see. This is why it's imperative that you have a relation that you that you have a relationship with God outside of a building. So when tre- tests, trials, and trouble come, you can hold on to that. And per- the prophetic is also an anchor. It is an anchor in deep water. Because sometimes you have to speak your pro- the prophetic spoken over your life again so that your spirit man, your inner man, your soul can hear what God told you. That you not be discouraged. And I think that this, this scripture here shows Paul's humanity and understanding toward Timothy. We see how he wants him to win. We see how, how badly he wants him to win. And because he wants him to win, he gives him a tool. Hmm. If I could, if I could just... Whew, that that's power right there. Because anybody who wants to be in a men, in a mentorship role in your life will give you tools. They won't keep them to themselves. They will give you a tool. And sometimes to win, us as believers, we need we need tools. We need tools. We need to be able to be heard. We need somewhere where it is safe to be human. Where we don't always have to be in our title or in our office. And to that, as this, again, as this particular show ends, I want you to remind, I want to tell you to dust off what God said about you. Look at it through the eyes of faith. If you are called to ministry, definitely keep record of the prophetic spoken over your life and put a date on it. Because it's going to come to pass. You have to believe that it will come to pass. I'm not saying that doubts won't come and storms won't happen. I am saying to you that now I won't even say that you won't even have days where you'll doubt like, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do this. I'm just going to stop believing. I'm not going to say that you won't have those days. What I am saying to you is how critical it is to understand those moments will pass. And the prophetic spoken over your life is everlasting. And you deserve the best that God is going to give to you. 
and a prophet, the prophetic spoken over your life. I'm sorry. The prophetic spoken over your life is a key to that. It's a key to that. Dust off what God said. Dust off what God said. Go look again. Read again. Believe again. Because it is not impossible. Luke 1 and 37 says, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. God bless you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are, no matter what time of day. God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came, you died, and you rose and are coming again. I accept you as Lord of my life. Teach me how to follow you, listen to you, and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ. Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading and begin with the book of John or the book of Luke as they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is Apostle J. B. Harris at gmail.com. Again, that is A P O S T L E J as in Jack, B as in boy, H as in hot, A R R I S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful. May God ever smile on you and may your well stay full.